What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Glenn Think Stuff podcast, and welcome to everything that's involved in that, which hopefully isn't a whole lot. Maybe a little bit of confusion, maybe a little bit of brain stimulation. Probably not. Probably the brain stimulation you get from this podcast is like, what is he even talking about? What is the, even that guy talking about? That the way he says doesn't even make no sense. But uh, hopefully it does. But how's everybody doing today? I cannot complain. Um, I just released a podcast not long ago, like within the last week. So doing another one this fast is it almost feels premature. But uh. But I'm trying to get back in a little bit of a groove. And uh, I've been thinking about some interesting interesting things this week. Because a lot has been going on in my life. A lot's been going on. There's a lot of changes that have been happening in my life. um, Over the course of the last probably nine or ten months. Um, And so I haven't... I just haven't had the free time that I've had in the past. Um, So when I do have a free moment, I seize it. I seize the day, you know, you know what I'm saying? Probably about three or four years ago, I did a podcast and I talked about, from what I remember, I talked about being intentional in the way that I live, like doing things with intention. And, and I've kind of been reflecting on that over the last couple days. Um, like areas in my life where I've done that because the goal is is to be better than I was yesterday right and I mean sometimes it's kind of like slow growth kind of for me because sometimes it feels like some days you take three steps back right but then for the next two days you might take you know two steps forward and I think that's kind of how a lot of people do not just me but I think that a lot of people you know, kind of do that. Like if they want to, if they want to achieve something or live intentionally, make every decision that they make with intention. I think that's kind of how it goes. At least for me, sometimes that's just how it seems to go sometimes, you know, because sometimes you fall short of, or I shouldn't, I shouldn't say you, sometimes I fall short of what I want to be or accomplish in a day and it kind of feels like you go backwards sometimes and then you have the comfort you know there's comfort in um routine and I think that I talked about that on the podcast like um a few years ago there's comfort in routine and for me there's a lot of comfort in routine but there's a danger in routine too because you can get stuck in routine and just kind of, for me, just kind of not wander aimlessly, but just have comfort in that routine. And um, I was think what I've been thinking about this week is how much my life has changed based on things that I intentionally did, steps that I intentionally took that were not in the routine, right? So, um, so for instance. Um, I know you've heard me talk about on the podcast before that, um, 
that I was seeing somebody and that I had a fiance now and I'm getting married and, um, yeah, I'm getting married like soon, like in the next couple of months, I'm getting, I'm getting married. They're going to be a Mrs. Think stuff. And, um, and that's just, that's because like of an intentionally intentional moves I made, putting myself out there and allowing myself to experience that and it's beyond what I thought um it's beyond what I thought could happen you know because if you're if you don't have that you know if you don't have that love towards you and you don't have that love towards someone else it's hard to kind of imagine what that is like, you know, or what that could be like, because I'd kind of, in my head, do you hear that siren? Something bad's happening. I wonder what's going on. Someone probably choked on a peep. I shouldn't even say that. That ain't even good to say. Yeah. I wonder how many people's choked on peeps, you know, they got into their, they got into their Easter basket in a little bit too horny of a way, you know, they had that horny hunger and a peep might have done them in but hopefully it'll dissolve and they'll get there and do do the mouth to mouth you think they've ever got somewhere and they're like I ain't doing mouth to mouth you know they seen them teeth and they're like I ain't gonna do mouth to mouth and they do rock scissors paper you know while you're sitting there trying to hock you up a peep but uh anyway I hope them people's alright um, it was a fire truck, so maybe something's just burning down. Maybe something ain't, maybe somebody ain't dying, you know? Burning down's better than dying. If you're going to see a, something coming to your house, you'd rather it be a fire truck. A fire truck might not be good, but, you know, it's better than an ambulance, you know? That's what I always say. But, um, what even was I talking about? Oh, so, um, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um, so it, it was always, it's hard for me to imagine, it was hard for me to imagine what that would kind of be like, you know? And it's turned out to be this really beautiful thing where I met my person, right? And, um, and she feels the same way about me, which is crazy. Which is she? She don't even know yet. She don't even know what she's in for. Um, but I guess before in my head, I, it was kind of like the way I, that I'd kind of looked at it had kind of turned into like, well, it's almost like a business transaction, you know, because you get when you don't have that love, like overwhelming love in your life you're used to make, or I'm used to making decisions logically. All right, I'm going to make this decision in my life, you know, and I'm going to use thought and logic. Um, and, um, or I'm going to, you know, do this activity with somebody or, you know, um, just in your personal life, like in your, in your professional life, like this makes sense for me to do this move makes sense for me to, you know, do because the payoff can be X, Y, and Z, whatever it is, is I think that 
Um, I don't know so much for women because I'm not a woman, but I think that as a man, I'm kind of like, well, this makes sense. And that's why I'm doing the thing that I'm doing. Right. And it's just, it's just, I don't know. It's so much different than I thought because it's not like a business. It's not like a business transaction where you're like, we've come to an agreement. You know, you keep your side of the road clean and handle this and I'll keep my side of the road clean and I'll handle that. And it's just nothing like that. But I mean, in my head, like to somebody that doesn't have that love in their life, that's just how I had... I was like, well, maybe that's just what people do, you know? And I'm sure that there are people that do that. I'm sure that there are people like, uh, I heard somebody talking today about an arranged marriage, you know? And I was, I was laughing when I first, when I first was listening to this person talk about an arranged marriage I, I was kind of like, that's funny. But then I was like, dang, that's kind of how I would, that's kind of how I would, it's like not arranged by your parents, but it would just be arranged by me. And I was like, that's pretty horrible and sad to even think about, you know, having that thought process. Right. But the, the only way that I arrived, um, where I am today was living with, intention to a certain degree in my life. Now I still had the routine going on. I still have like, this is what I do every day. This is who I am every day. But I think that for me, some of the greatest things in life come to you when you live with intention right? Or when I've lived with intention, I keep saying you, when you let me tell you, no, it ain't even like that. <laughs> it's right to tell you what to do because most people, I think that a lot of this kind of stuff with a lot of people is elementary, but I think the older that I've gotten, what I've noticed is that I have to keep stuff like that in the forefront of my mind because life loses the little bit of, of, it kind of loses its edge. You know what I mean? Like, not that it's like, this life just makes me want to die the older. That ain't what I even am talking about. I'm just saying, as when you live in a routine, like kids have routines, right? When I was a kid, I had a routine. My routine constantly changed as a kid because I was growing, right? I was growing up. And then when you grow up, your routine pretty much stays the same, you know? If you think about it, like the big stuff, it it stays the same. So the danger for me is like I'm gonna get I'm gonna get stuck in just going through life in an autopilot. <laughs> Let me get a drink of water. I'm gonna enjoy myself a little drink of water right now. And it's good for you, and it's good for your kidneys, and everything is good. Um, but the danger is, like, for me, is the older that I get, and I'm a young man, I'm about to tell you. I asked my kid how old I was today. Um, 
but it just gets easier to just get into that. And then you just hit autopilot. It's like I hit cruise control and that's just what I do. Yeah. And I'm not saying like in every part of your life, but for me, just it's, it's something I got to pay attention to because I don't want to be like, you get to the end of my life and just be like, I hit cruise control and I just kept going with the routine, you know, because I lived, you know, thousands of days, the exact same doing the exact same things and not experiencing life and not experiencing love, not experience, experiencing what life could potentially have to offer me. What I could have to potentially offer other people's lives. Right. Um, wherever that is, <laughs> whatever, whatever even that is. But I've just been thinking about it a lot lately and how living intentionally has created so much beauty for me in my life because, because it just has. And I've not, I've never been happier. I've never been happier. And, um, I've never been more at peace with so much going on around me. And, um, like a lot of stuff is changing around me. A lot of stuff is changing and going to be changing in my life. And yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait. And, um, because I don't know. I don't know everything. I know everything's not always going to be easy because I know that when when people get married there a lot of people are googly-eyed and be like, "Ooh." You know, but I know that going into this a little later in my life, not, you know, 20 years old, you have or I've lived some life, so I know that things happen in life. I know that I'm not perfect. I know that, um, there's things that I've seen in myself and that I've worked on myself and, um, that I didn't even know were, that I didn't even know were a problem when I was 20 years old. I was like, well, you know, if you got a problem with me, you got a problem, you know, is how I looked at it. I guess that's kind of a juvenile, well, that is a juvenile, like, immature way to look at something, <laughs> you know? It's kind of funny. Like, if you think something's wrong with God himself, something's wrong with you, you know? It's kind of the mentality that I think I had. Probably a lot of people have that, you know? Um, just having more self-awareness, knowing who you are, being grounded, um, I think that positions you to be more successful in your, or at least for me, I feel more positioned to be, um, in a healthy, successful relationship with that kind of self-awareness, right? Um, because I'm not always right. I'm not going to say that again, but, uh, but I don't know, man. It's just, it's just a beautiful thing. I haven't talked about. It. I've, I've touched, touched a little bit on the podcast about talking because I don't always get a lot real. I'll get personal with me 
on my podcast, but I don't really like getting personal about other people, you know, family members or, you know, because it's not my place, right? So, um, so I got the green light to talk about what I want to talk about, so, um, but that's what's going on. And it's not, it's not, a. It's not any, it's not anything like I expected, right? Because I know I've talked about well, it would be nice to be loved and love somebody, you know. But I didn't really, I didn't really get it in my head. I didn't really, um, it didn't make sense to me the way that it makes sense now, you know. And it's like something that you can't really. Or that I can't really explain, even, sometimes. Because I'm like, I don't even got a vocab. Maybe if I went to college, I would know what was going on. Because right after it happened, right right after we met, I was, I was actually confused. Like, I was, I was not confused in a bad way. I was confused in a, I didn't know what was going on. Like, I was like, I don't even... I don't even know what's, what even is going on. And I took a vacation. And uh, and I kind of sorted everything out. When I was on that vacation, I was, you know, kind of reflecting and doing a lot of thinking on it. You know, when you're on vacation, almost... It's almost like a vacation takes you out of your daily routine. Because you don't... You might be like, I got a vacation routine. But I'm not one of the people that's like, I'm going on vacation. I'm going to plan, you know, every day. I'm going to plan my routine on my vacation. I don't mind doing stuff. I don't mind being like, I'm going to do this while I'm on vacation. I'm going to do that. But if I'm on a vacation, I don't want to be, have every day crammed full of stuff to do. You know what I mean? Like, it. that's just not, that's just not what, uh, that just doesn't seem too appealing to me. Um, but anyway, um, I, I was confused. I was like, I felt vulnerable. I felt, I was like, what, what is, even am I feeling? What's going on with me? Um, what is the strange, salty discharge coming at nod? I didn't say that. But it was just that was a. It was just a. It's been a beautiful thing, and it's been. It's just been something that I never thought that would be. So. So that's going on with me, but I mean that all happened going back to living with intention. It, this only happened, because. Um, because I lived with, a certain element of intention. You know, not a hundred percent. Like you can't, I can't just run through life being, um, intentional and just do crazy things. I mean, you can, if that's what you about, but for me, it's more like, um, needing to be more mindful of, um, everything that I do is everything that I'm doing going to give me the outcome 
that I'm happy with and that is what's the word I'm looking for um it's the best that I can do right like is everything that I'm doing at the end of the day is there stuff I need to cut out is there stuff that I can you know change or tweak a little bit or you know, long-term ramifications, because I find one of my stumbling blocks is little things, like, I'm more worried in, like, this is what I want right now, like a donut, like, I will, I like donuts, you know, I don't eat donuts, like, a whole lot, but I like donuts, and, but I'm not thinking about, like, down the road, you know, I'm just like, mm, there's a donut. It's in my routine. It must be for me. You know? And so, like, little stuff like that I need to, like, pay a little bit better of attention to. You know? And not always eat the donut. Maybe I need to double up on the donuts. Like, if I'm going to have some long-term ramifications, I might as well do it up big. You know? That makes sense. What else is going on? Um... I've been trying to cut back on the amount of time that I spend on Twitter lately. Um, just because I f- find it to be... I don't interact a lot on there. Um, I think I talked about it on the last podcast with the, like, the online world. And I don't interact much, but I've been thinking about what like not a good place for my for my mind that is because it's so it's so fake man and when i see something i think i saw a tweet with like 300,000 likes you know and i was like when you see something like that you're like everyone in the world or half of them agree with this person and um then i was like i wonder how many people's like in a big city one big city in america um i wonder how many people are in like charlotte north carolina that's like close to me um i'm looking up right now charlotte north carolina population all right so it says um it goes to the 2020 here and it was at 879,709 people like, that's crazy. I wonder if the guy that, like, took this poll, like, then, you know, 800 babies were born the day that he, like, was done. And he's like, oh, it's already wrong. It was pretty much wrong immediately. Um, well, more people, more babies are born than people's dying, right? Did you see about the Dalai Lama guy telling the kid to suck his tongue? That was unfortunate for the people that are crazy about that guy um and the kid well the kid first and then the people that think that it's he's good i don't think i don't believe in that but uh i saw that on twitter that's <laughs> it ain't even it's just not a good place when it's turning into everybody's angry But, I mean, when I see something, and I see, like, it plays a trick on my brain to where I'm like, oh, so many people agree with this person. 
And then in the grand picture of everything, I'm like, man, you get 300,000 300, likes where someone just taps something with their fat, donutty, sticky thumb. That's not even half the population of one pretty big city. Not even the biggest city. One fair-sized city in America. And in my head, I'm like, so much people. That's nothing. That's nothing. And the world is so vast, full of people that don't even care enough to go on there and validate somebody else. You know? So I'm like, what even, what, what am I looking for? Because if you don't, it's just endlessly scrolling, you know? I have found some funny things. Funny things is like what I'm about. If it's funny, I'm about that, you know? And I don't know what to say about issues that, like current issues. Like, they're, because there's so much bad stuff. There's so much bad stuff going on in the world that at the end of the day, I think that a lot of people, I can't speak for everybody, but I think the mass, like the majority of people that are making a lot of noise on these platforms and this fake world that was created that wasn't even here. This whole fake world wasn't even here when I was little. It didn't even exist. Just the real one did. And so now that there's this whole fake world full of people who the majority of them were just, they won't do anything to to change anything. They'll just, it seems like they'll just say something. Like, I'm going to say something. And... In my experience, saying something don't do nothing. It don't even do nothing. Even a half of Charlotte or a third of Charlotte's like, yeah. Spread across the whole world. You know what I mean? Yeah. What that guy said or what that lady said. Yeah, that's me. And then they keep scrolling. Yeah. It just don't, it's, it's like pointless. It's like a pointless, it's like a like a pointless thing but so much people do it i'll do it i've done it i'll read something sometimes and be like i agree with that person and then i don't it just feels dumb for me to hit the like but i'll like something like and the yankees win or hit a home run i'll be like yeah i like that let me put the thumbs up on that so they know so they know up there in the bronx what's going on down here with me because that's how important I am. I like this. I liked it. <laughs> this kind of an arrogant thing. It's an arrogant thing for me to even like something. Yeah. I guess I get more on the small scale, um, like Facebook or something. Like if you're on Facebook and it's more personal, like people that you know, but just with people that you don't know, it's just, ah, it just, it feels weird to me. I talked about it. I don't need to talk about it no more. I talked about on on the last podcast. But I just thought about how small that is. 
Like, it's like, you live in this great big world. And it feels like when I do that, I just put like a five-gallon bucket on my head. And be like, this is my world. This is my world now. And there's like a lot of weird people in there with with buckets on their heads. Like all these tiny little people with tiny little buckets on their head that's inside of my big bucket. What is sitting on my head. And it's like we're just in this like... We're, we're in this weird world that's just thoughts are skewered and people, you think that people are bigger than what they are because they're inside your tiny little bucket that's in your head. It's like, it's like putting a bucket full of ants on your head, you know? But, uh, that's probably, that's probably a bad analogy. You know? I was homeschooled. What do you want from me? I have a limited amount of analogies, you know? It's kind of like what my, one of my teachers always used to say. What was your teacher's mom? Yeah. But, uh... But anyway, I did find out that they made, a like, a woolly mammoth meatball. Would you taste a woolly mammoth meatball? I don't even know if I would taste a woolly mammoth meatball. Probably I would probably i would taste i don't know i found this on ripley's and it says an australian company created a meatball made of woolly mammoth and so let's see how did they make it mammoth meat using publicly available this is on ripley's believe it or not ripley's.com um mammoth meat using publicly available genetic information the company supplemented the process using genetic 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 material from an african elephant which is the mammoth's closest living relative this material was injected into a sheep cell so what they did is in a lab they made an elephant um make love to a sheep cell and the cells multiplied and they grew large enough to make a giant me ball between the size of a softball and a volleyball. And when they were doing this, they put breadcrumbs in the little under the microscope, you know, a little bit of Italian seasoning, you know. How can you make a meatball when there weren't no Italians in mammoth times, you know? That ain't fair. That don't seem Christian. Um... Also referred to as cultured or cell-based meat, company founder Tim Nokasmith. Why is there always got to be a weird name when I'm reading on a podcast? Nokasmith told the Associated Press that it's an environmentally friendly alternative to animal meat because no livestock is killed in the process. Just calm down, that guy. Unfortunately, you cannot order a mammoth meatball just yet. You won't see any advertisements for mammoth meatballs coming soon. It's still in the experimental stage, and even its creators haven't tasted it. But the publicity, but the publicity the mammoth meatball has garnered, there's a word I must start saying, has gotten people talking. We wanted to get people excited about the future of food being different to potentially what we had before, Noka Smith told the AP. That that there are things that are unique and better than the meats that we're, we're necessarily eating now. And we thought the mammoth would be a conversation starter and get people excited about this new future. Okay. It had a pleasant aroma, it said. 
All right, let's calm down, everybody. You know, let's calm. Let's just calm down. You know, if you're vegan or you're vegetarian or if you're, I think them's the two. I ain't got a problem with you. I'm just fine with bacon, country ham, steak. You can't mess with those. You can't grow those, man. You cannot say, I got a mammoth meatball. Because when you read about the mammoth meatball, y'all just crossed up an elephant and a sheep. You know what I mean? That's all y'all did. You could have, like, some... You you could say, we have some T-Rex skewers. You know? You know, to put on the grill tonight. And I'll be like, well, what is it? And they'll say, well, we kind of... We we kind of put we put a we put a lizard into a giraffe's butt and then that's what it that's what we're having. This ain't legit woolly. I, like I'm more like if it's a woolly mammoth meatball, y'all need to find your old woolly mammoth or figure out how to make one. Like a you could be doing that in a lab. You know you could be doing like we're gonna create a will it like clone it from the genetic information? I don't know about what scientists do. I'm just saying if you want to make a legit one, you can't be like, well, it's half elephant, and then we mixed it with it's kind of like if they made it. Remember one of the old late night shows that that if they made it, that's all this is that's really all this is, and they're trying to get you keyed up, you know, not to have you a steak. I'll have the mammoth meatballs, please. For $4,000. You know? Lizard and a giraffe. There you go, scientist. If there's a scientist listening to this, which chances are, if you're a scientist, if you're a scientist and you listen to this podcast, what happened is they say you got too smart and your brain's fixing to explode. And we turn this podcast on to just bring it down, bring you down a couple notches, bring your IQ down a couple points. Yeah. Drastically. You know, this is like the, what do they call it? This is, my podcast is the defibrillator for smart people. That's what it does. It makes you right. It gets you right. It gets you able to go out and have conversations with people so they can understand you. And they're just not like, what? What are you, what are you talking about? But I'm saying you want to make some dinosaur, you know, Make you a dinosaur burger. What's another one we could do? Like the Loch Ness? What would you do for the Loch Ness? That would have to be a giraffe because they got a long neck. So it would be like a giraffe. What could you mix it with in the sea? It would have to be like a whale because they had pretty big bodies, right? It would be like a giraffe whale. You know? See, all of this, I was meant to be smarter than what I was. I just was like, nah, I'm good. They'll be like, but there's these, there's all of these books. And I'm like, ah, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. I shouldn't even, I shouldn't even joke about such matters. Uh, but, uh, so that's interesting. They're doing that now. Isn't it funny? The millions of dollars that probably went into that. Or even it doesn't even got to be millions. It could be a million. It could be hundreds of thousands of dollars. And it's hilarious what what people spend money on. 
and what people, you know what I mean? With all, with all the bad stuff in the world, people's making woolly mammoth meatballs, and they're not really doing it. I, maybe they were like, they told their sponsor. This is what I would do. I'll tell you what I do. If I was a scientist and I was like, I would like to get funding for to make a woolly mammoth meatball, and they were like, you know, well, how are you going to do that, Mister Thinkstuff? And I'll be like, I will just scientist jargon, and then. I get back to my lab and I'm like, crap, you know, like the new season of something drops, you know, on Netflix. And like, I binge through the whole season of like you when I'm supposed to be like making those discovering how to make a woolly mammoth meatball. And then when I'm like, dang it, I binge through that. And then people, I, I told them that I was going to do that thing with a meatball. And, like, my mom would remind me, didn't you tell all them sponsors you was going to do that meatball thing with them? And I'd be like, crap, I totally forgot about the millions of dollars that I spent, you know, getting this diamond-encrusted watch and um, that these poor children mined, you know, out of a diamond mind, all these one-armed children. And then I would be like, I know what I can do. I can just, like, cross a sheep, you know? And they probably didn't do it genetic. What they did is they probably just went to, like, Piggly Wiggly and they got them some lamb. And then they got them ele- some elephant meat from the down under or wherever that is. And then they just, like, ground it up. And they're like, we did it. And everybody's like, ah, you know? And we don't even, and they expect the public to. But come on, man! I know. I see what y'all doing over there, scientists. You got to get up pretty early in the morning to pull one over on this guy. But uh, that's about all I got for today. I hope that uh, I hope that everybody's doing well, and I hope that you're living with intention. That's something. If you take anything away from this podcast today, I would say, you know take that away because living in with intention um has made it's just it's made my life beautiful and I've I've not been happier and um I just met somebody that I didn't even know existed but um take care of yourselves and I'll talk to you guys soon
Thank you.